What is up, what is up, welcome to another episode of Blood and Beer, the show where we talk blood sport and we drink beer. This is episode 13, I'm your host Matt, today I have a guest, my friend AC. Yes sir, let's go. We're going to be talking UFC 272, and then the upcoming fight night this weekend, uh, Eagle FC's got a card, and then Warren Bell Tour, but we're not going to be breaking those down because they've got a bunch of nobody's on them. So, today, because we've got a guest, we've got a couple extra beers that we're going to be trying out. Let's go, we're going to need them. Be overpacked. Uh, it's got five different beers, all IPAs or ales of some sort. I don't know anything about I'm it. I'm scared of that. Yeah, never, never heard of this company. So yeah, I'm just gonna dive in, get yeah. into the beer. Live session, first beer. Yeah. So there's the first one. Yep. Looks dope as fuck. I will say that. Yeah, it looks like really cool like, can. Looks like a microphone. It's got like I don't know if you can see it, but it's got like. Uh, like I don't know. Some, audio around it or something. Yeah, some hippie vibes to it. It's groovy can. Yeah, groovy. That's the word, too. So. So you're not a big craft beer guy. Uh, that's what I was going to say. Not a huge IPA guy, but we're going to dabble into it today. It's kind of an acquired taste, I'd, I'd say. I would say I hated them before I started doing this right, show. Like right. a week before I started getting into them. Yeah. So we'll try this beer out. We'll both give it a little rank. Yep. And then uh, we'll try to down the Bartender did a horrible job pouring the beer. Yeah. Out. <laughs> Bad bar. <laughs> that's right. Wow. Smells like an IPA if I ever smelled it before. <laughs> Let's test her out. Cheers, brother. Appreciate you having me on. Appreciate you coming on as my first guest. Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah. A little disclaimer, too, by the way. I'm not a UFC expert, but I'm so fucking excited to get into the UFC because, first of all, I love Dana White. Love the UFC. It's the only sport that's actually still not, yeah, it's not like, and not, there's, yeah, it's not pussified. It's actually, like, fucking hard-nosed. I love that. I mean, you look at football, they're at, they got all these penalties. You can't hit them too high. You can't hit them too low. And like it's just like that. I don't know, dude. UFC is like UFC is there. still savages, yeah. and it's still some hope for fucking America to not be soft as fuck. Like I don't know. Yeah, you know, it's, not it's the kind same of a big deal. When I first started because when yeah. I first started, there was no weight classes. The only rules were no eye gouging, no groin shots, and no hair pulling. So yeah. it was pretty savage back then. So they have pussified it a lot, but I think it's probably but for the better. When you look at the comparisons of every other every other yeah. sport, it's like. Before, Before it was like savage. just street fighting in a cage, and then yeah. they kind of made it an actual sport where you have a discipline that you practice, where it's not like, you know, we're just taking away assets of the sport that make it awesome. Like, yeah. They took away back the headshots, which is a good thing. They yeah, yeah, yeah. You like, got to have, you got to have fucking certain some rules. sort of rules and boundaries, but yeah. I, and some, and I don't know. UFC is not like boxing where everybody's afraid to fight each other and stuff. And yeah. Like nobody wants to fight the other person. Floyd, Manny, like that type of thing. Fucking Davis. Yeah, Tank and Garcia. We were just talking about that yeah. too. Yeah. Like just all these people, Dylan White took forever to sign the contract with Tyson Fury. Just nobody wants to fight anybody except everybody wants to fight Canelo. But yeah, I don't know. UFC just people go out there and they'll fight whoever because they know that they're savages. Yeah. yeah, and I don't know. I love it. That's why I love the sport. And yeah, I'm really excited to dabble into it. I mean, this first I, this was my first card I actually watched. And because I work a lot, every single Saturday, I work, so I don't get to watch UFC, but I'm going to try to change that. That's how fucking excited I am after watching that first card. I mean, it was fucking Tim Yeah, and, and the thing is, a lot of people were saying it was boring, and that's my first card I watched, and I thought it was fire. So. Yeah, we'll get into that fight yep. in a second. Yep. But it, it, yeah, a lot of people thought it was boring, and I definitely did not. Yeah. Let me finish this uh, first beer because I'm not sure. done with it. And then. Uh, hey, in my defense, I got had a hard time pouring it in two. And two, I have a little head start on McClendon, so. 
he's uh, he's been going hard since I picked him up. <laughs> All right. So, uh, yeah, UFC 272. We had Tim Elliott. Uh, this was on the early prelims. Tim Elliott versus Tagir Ulambekov. And I picked Ulambekov going into that fight. That was the one that ruined our parlay. Um, Correct. Yeah, pretty early to ruin it because everything else went pretty swimmingly. Yes. I mean, eight out of ten fights picked, right? Yeah. We did a ten-fight yeah. ten, ten parlay. And he picked eight out of the ten. I was like, "Fuck, dude." That's the thing about like like um, maturing and gambling too. Like, if you straight bet all those, that's what I was telling him. Like, if you straight bet all those, we make so much money. But at the same time, I mean, a lot of them actually, I think all of them were favorites. But so it wouldn't. I don't know. That you have to do a parlay in that sense when they're all. But yeah, I was just like, man, a lot of these seemed obvious because yeah, Willem Beckham has that Dagestani wrestling where he just drowns most people he fights, and Tim Elliott goes out there and he's piecing him up on the feet. He's doing this weird ducking. Just absolutely dialed from the jump. Yeah, he was just he he looked like a madman out there, and he just the cardio that he was displaying, like just going hundred percent the entire time. Yeah. And he gets a couple takedowns on the Sulembek off guy. So was uh, Elliot dude the dude you said who took the fight late, or was that a different fight? That was a different fight. Okay. Um, yeah, that'll be on the main card. What was our records, Elliot and? Uh, Elliot was 17, 12, and one coming in, and I think Ulenbeck was like fourteen and one. I don't have it off the top of my okay. head, but. Yeah. Damn, so he's 14-2 now? Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah, see, how would you expect that? Like, yeah. And that dog is standing wrestling. It's like Colby and the Bryce Mitchell fight. They just, they drown people. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's what I thought would happen. But Elliot goes out there, he gets a comparison down. to Colby and yeah. uh, what's his name? Mitchell. Yeah. Yeah. But he gets a takedown, and he's holding him down, and then he lets him get back up. And when they're on the feet, Elliot did some uh, veteran dirty moves, because you're not allowed to stick your finger in the gloves or grabbing the gloves. And he grabs the guy's glove like this and pulls him in and throws an elbow and pulls yeah, him yeah. and throws a punch. And yeah. Khabib Nurmagomedov, he was in uh, Tagir's corner and he's screaming and rushing. He was so mad when all that was <laughs> Elliot threw a couple of knees while Tagir looked like he was on the ground. And that's illegal if you do it to the head. So Elliot was some veteran moves, getting away with it. Pissed Khabib off and he pulled out with the unanimous, or the, yeah, the unanimous decision. Totally deserved. Ruined my parlay, but... Yeah, yeah. It is what it is. All right. So, uh, I wonder if that's like a common name. Where's Khabib from? The actual Khabib. Dagestan. Is that where they're both from? Yeah. Yeah, so that must be like a big fucking name. Um, it must be like Magomedov. It's Bob she, in America. Yeah, uh, yeah. Magomedov and Magomedov are like uh, Brown and Smith and John. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. yeah. If you watch, something over there. If you watch that Eagle FC, not as much on their cards in the U.S., but their cards that they do over in Russia, there will be like five Magomedovs on it, and their Magomedov, it's it's weird. It's a weird surname that they got. Yeah. Um, other things that happened on the prelims, we had Umar Nurmagomedov. Speaking of, he's uh, Khabib's cousin, and he's fighting. He usually fights at one thirty-five, moved up to one forty-five to take on Brian Kelleher. He goes out there and he does some a little bit with the feet, uh, and then he. Takes it to the ground, gets a really quick rear naked choke, finishes him off super easy. Um, he looked great. He's a super high prospect. So, he's fourteen and zero now, so he's following Khabib's footsteps. He's dominating everybody, and he's got wow. he's got some serious ground and stand up so, game. So when you talk rear naked choke, what what is that exactly? So that's when they get behind him, and they not every time, but a lot of times they'll lock uh, leg leg hooks in where. You, have your yeah yeah you got your leg going down on yep. the other side where you lock your legs together and then you're behind him doing this okay yeah, yeah. and um, so that's that's what he did to get that finished and it gotcha. was awesome that's dope yeah he's he's gonna be someone to look out for at 135 in a couple of years because that wrestling mixed with his striking is something to something to behold yeah um, and then Marina uh, Marina Morrows I think was her name she fought this I think her man. 
these checks lock you know oh like, dude good luck yeah the air po or something yeah. she fought her and she takes her down pretty early gets the uh head and arm triangle finish on her and during when they're raising their hands Arapova or whatever her name is she's sitting there she looked like she was about to die like five minutes after she got tapped she's going <laughs> like people on twitter really dude those bitches get fucking crazy dude they're, they're savages 2022 you better watch how you speak about okay <laughs> Uh, I respect yeah, women for the record. No, they they were savages in that fight. And then um, Marina oh, Rodriguez versus Yan Xiaonan. That was a super close fight. Round one clearly went to Xiaonan. Um, and then round two was super close. Xiaonan's a lot quicker. Marina Rodriguez looked like she did more damage and had more ball in his punches. Um, and then round three, it looked like it was all Rodriguez. Goes to the judges, split decision for Rodriguez. And that was kind of a number one contender fight because that division so cleared out at 115. Um, so, Carla Esperanza, Esperanza versus Rose Namajunas for the title next, and the winner of that should fight uh, Marina Rodriguez, I think, because Rodriguez has been running through everybody lately. So yeah, yeah. That'll be something. That, that was a solid pick by you, too, Marina. Yeah, yeah, that was a good one. I thought I was nervous when they were reading the decisions, but yeah. yeah. I wonder if it's frozen. I'm, I doubt it is. It should be good, but. Yeah, we're having some technical yeah, difficulties. Yeah, that's it. Like, no, that's Two nights ago, man. <laughs> yeah, I like uh, the card, literally. True. Dude, yeah. Difficulties. Um, I mean, uh, during the main event. I know, like any other fight, I wouldn't have been upset. Right. I was like, man, somebody's going to get slept during this time. Dude, that was a fat little technical difficulty break, too. That was every bit of 30 seconds. <laughs> and then a UFC fight, that's fucking brutal. Yeah, especially with Mosby when they were. Yeah. But we'll you get never know. Yeah, yeah, we'll get to the main event. Jalen Turner versus Damian Malarkey. They were the featured prelim last one on the undercard. Jaylen I really Turner. wanted to be able to dial into that one, but I, I did get caught up when I got here, so yeah. that was a fucking hell of a fight. Jalen Turner is fucking huge. For Dude, he's an absolute dog. I mean, just watching the short bit that I watched, like he was just so fucking composed and relaxed. Dude, Dude that guy's a <laughs> really the heck? Yeah, he's a giant. I mean, yeah. I couldn't believe it. He does it. Uh, yeah, what's his weight? He 170, I think. And he looks Dude, like he looks every bit of 205, like yeah. at least. I mean, he's shredded. You can tell that he just had to, he had to cut some weight. Like, yeah, because if he didn't, like, if he had no weight limit or anything, he would just be, like, yeah. Like, oh, sorry. Uh, this next beer we got, uh, oh. you'll get onto it in a sec. Yeah, I'm sure you can chug while I do this. Uh, yeah. <laughs> this is called Eight Days a Week, and it's Doesn't infinitely matter. drinkable. So this is a four eight. This is one I was excited about. By the way, did we give a score on this one, the first one? We didn't. I give it like a six two. Six two. I hate IPAs and. I can drink this. So, in that sense, I'm going to give it a 6.9. You need to try the Elvis juice sometime. Elvis juice, right? That's the best there is. I got it on tap at the weed right now. Double weed. Yep. But yeah, eight days a week. Yeah. All Let's right. Go. But Jalen Turner, yeah, he looked outstanding. He goes out there. He's piecing Malarkey up on the feet. Um, Malarkey got a takedown in round one, and that made the round kind of close. But round two, Turner comes out, and he just... No hesitation. Another thing I thought was interesting was when I heard the announcers talking about that, they said, that, did that takedown really, like, change how things went with the or the scoring and shit like yeah. that? And, and they said that with the takedown, like, it did a little bit, but it didn't that much because he of the fact that he wasn't, like, striking him while he was down. Yeah, he wasn't damage. trying to submit him or yeah. anything like that. So, like, that was kind of neat because being, being a new viewer and shit to the UFC, it was like I was learning the scoring type thing and all that. Like, that's... Like, if you just take them down and don't do anything about it, yeah. then you're not going to get fucking... And that's yeah. how it should be. You, it shouldn't count that much just because you fucking right. if get them down. Right, if you're not damage and you're not searching yeah. for submissions or trying to get the next position. Then you got to make a play from that. You all... Yeah. Right, exactly. Yeah, so 
I was glad that uh, Turner was able to come out in round two and just finish it off because yeah. you know you hate to see bullshit judging when it yeah. you know, it's just like there's a takedown, so no yeah. one in the round. It's right. Like, yeah, you suck ass. Yeah. Um, the judges have been sucking ass lately. Saudi yeah. and is probably the worst there is. I mean, at the end of the day, you never really want a fight to, to go to decision at all. So unless you're Colby, when you just do it. Well, yeah, guys. when you're Colby and you just absolutely dominate, but yeah. Well, moving on to the main card, we had Greg Hardy, former NFL player versus Sergey Spivak. Um, it was a quick fight. I think everybody knew it was going to be a quick fight going yeah. down two ways. Hardy with a knockout on the feet or Spivak getting the takedown and either submission or ground and pound. Spivak comes out, he gets a nice slam and easy pounding on him. And Greg Hardy actually manages to get back to his feet, which we haven't seen a lot from him because he has a terrible ground ground game. Yeah. And uh, Spivak gets him back down and just sort of pounded on him. Yeah. Didn't put him out, but just not defending yourself on the ground because you're not confident enough to do that. Yeah. And yeah, from what I'm realizing already, when you get a striker down like that, someone that wants to be on their feet, kind of like the Jorge yeah. fight. Like if you get those type of players that are fighters down on their on, and fucking and start wrestling just, with them, they, they just yeah, it's it's tough. Yeah, they just they. It's not even that they don't know what to do. Hardy doesn't know what to do, but a lot of them they know what to do. It's just that's not their world. And yeah, exactly. They're, they're like, I'd rather be standing up, and this is wasting time on the ground. And they start panicking, trying to get up, and then they yeah. Go, they I'm realizing really quickly that you have to be able to wrestle in UFC. That's you have it. to be a fucking solid because yeah, when you fight someone like Colby or this Bavak or whatever, whoever, if if they're fucking good wrestlers, you're going to be screwed if yeah. you're not. So you have to be dialed on the ground. Yeah, um, yeah. Wrestling is definitely the most important in um, in UFC MMA period. Yeah. I think. Um, judo because if not Samba, you get dominated yeah judo and samba are also really big ones that you know you can they kind of are one and the same but uh, judo you do a lot of throws samba you do a lot of throws it's like the uh, west or, are we west yeah I think we're west what I don't know the European and oh yeah, yeah 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 the European yeah. and Russian wrestling is more samba because a lot of them they don't have wrestling over there like they do here yeah um, so another thing about wrestling is like if you you also have to stay fucking com composed and save your energy. If somebody has you on top, yeah, like like Kevin Holland, like for example, when you have him down, he's still very composed. He's talking shit. Like he's like he's like, well, you just gonna keep me down here, pussy? Like you know what I mean? Like yeah. getting in their head, staying composed. You can't just fucking like ex exalt all your energy and trying to get out too. You have to like kind of strategize when you try to burst out of that. You know what I mean? When you when to explode? Yeah, yeah. Did you watch, did you get to watch the Kevin Holland fight? Uh, I recapped it, yeah. Yeah, so Kevin Holland at the end of round one. Well, round one was super close. I thought they were both landing solid leg kicks. They were both rocking each other, it looked like. Um, Oliveira, he looked so technical, and yeah. he hasn't in a long time. He's a vet that's been on a bit of a losing well, streak. Well, you said round one was a battle, too. Yeah, which it, was, was a, it was a battle. We had a little bit that Kevin Holland won in the third round just because the odds were plus 1,000. Yeah. Like, you got to take that. $10 dollars to win 100 bucks. Oh, when he got out of the first round, I was like, no way. Yeah, right, right. Because it was expected to see Holland knock him out in the first round. Yeah. Made it to the second round. But then, of course, Holland knocks him out in the second round. Yeah. So. But at the end of the first round, Oliver got the super slick, like, slam takedown. He yeah. slams him down, and then he goes for a rear naked. Holland had an arm in it, so that kind of neutralizes it. But um, it looked super tight at first. And I love the Holland boy already. Holland goes like this. And yeah. he does it, or the ref is standing over, and he's like, I'm good. All right. And they let go, and he's like, I love Holland, dude. dude he, and his post fight, literally just got hit to him, but fucking love him yeah, already. Man, his, he's such a dog. His 2020 run where he won five fights at the UFC Apex when they were doing the bubble thing um, because of COVID and everything. You know, the only sport that was actually really cool. How they and that's another thing. That's why I got mad respect for the UFC and Dana because 
COVID happens and everybody just shuts down, quits on their business and all this shit. Dana's like, dude, he's look. Like, we'll take a week off. And yeah, he's like, look, dude, I can't just, what do you want me to do? Just back down on everyone that, like, yeah. fucking counted on us and all the fighters and everything. Yeah. He and he's like, like you, we'll find a way to make it work. We're going to find a way to make it work. So he literally goes out of his way, fucking makes a bubble, does all this shit. And Fight and Island in Abu Dhabi. Like, exactly. Abu Dhabi. Like, what the fuck, dude? Yeah. Like, he's just, he's a different breed. He's, he's a go-getter that. He doesn't give. He doesn't give up, and he doesn't give in. And like when people are telling him, you know, you're a piece of shit, yeah. or this, that, and the other, it's like. Dana doesn't take any of that. Yeah. He's like, I don't give a shit what they think. Like, like, yeah. He'll listen to opinions or whatever, but at the end of the day, like, he's going to do what's best for the people that yeah, work for him or his. his yeah. People always like to bitch about fighter pay, but. My yeah. argument to that is the people that are making like forty thousand or fifteen. Well, like Dennis says, so you go, go do it yourself. Yeah, like go, go sell a fight yourself. Yeah, those guys are yeah. going to sell five thousand dollars. I mean, yeah, like um, you know, all these people in the main event, they could sell a couple thousand, I'm sure. But Umar Nurmagomedov versus Brian Kelleher, just an example. I wouldn't ever pay to see that. Like, yeah, who would? Who's just going to see these exactly. people? Like a lot of the smaller promotions, like Titan FC, LFA, Cage Warriors. They're paying their people good because they're on fight pass and because they have just such a few amount of stars before they go up to the UFC. Yeah. And they're not getting paid better than UFC fighters. They're just getting paid better than the low end of the UFC fighters. I don't know. I don't like to hear about the fighter pay just because it's like, yeah, you know, you're not you're not worth that much. Like right. You the UFC banner as a banner as a whole is what builds it up. Yeah. It's not the fighter. For there's some fighters like Jorge Masvidal and Colby that sell fights. Yeah, but there's not. And they're getting their fair share, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. Dana takes care of them, and they're always gonna have a place. So. But yeah, Kevin Holland with a sick knockout in round two, when uh, Oliveira's lunging and he hits him with an overhand right, right behind the jaw. Yeah. He just puts him down. Yep. Camera's jacking up again. This is a all good. Different computer to. Cope with our extra USB ports because the Mac doesn't the Mac doesn't support it. Dabbling into the eight days a week. Just had the live session. Yeah. Six point nine. So eight days a week. I wonder if you can find all these individually yet. I couldn't. Locally. I no. couldn't. Where'd you get this pack? Line rack. Okay. Yeah, the liquor store off Taylor. Um yeah, I couldn't find it locally. It was um or I couldn't find them individually except for I'm pouring a damn good beer the second time. I think that this Lake Shore was Lake Shore was available, but that was it. Um, this one tastes like a light beer, but a good, a really good light beer, not like a Bud Light or something. The eight days. Mm-hmm. What do you have? A seven one. Yeah, better than the last one. More drinkable than the last one. Okay. Let you try that, and then yeah. get on to the next, the next old fight. Yeah, we've been going for twenty minutes already. Damn, that is a good beer. That is a fucking good beer. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. It tastes like a light beer. Almost. It does. It tastes like a normal beer. What's it say? Is it? It doesn't say IPA. It's yeah, a pale this ale. One, this one's the session ale. Yeah, session pale ale. Whatever, whatever that means. Or no, this is a blonde ale, which makes sense that it's... That is a damn good, good beer. Yeah, I mean. What's the percent on that? that Eight days a week? Oh. Yeah, so 7-2 on that. Yeah. And then, sorry, let me check this real quick. Oh, it sounds like he's waking up. <laughs> we can always take a yeah, we couple seconds. Now we're good. Um, so we're just wrapping things up a little bit, but Bryce Mitchell really showed out versus Edson Barboza. Um, 
a lot of people I talk to, they're super super high on Barboza because of his highlight reel knockouts, and he's got great Yeah, I have a good buddy that was big on Barboza myself. Yeah, Spin, if you're watching, you were yep. wrong as shit. Um, Certainly was wrong. Yeah. That's what all in him, but... Yeah, but I, I understand because I honestly, when I was dabbling into like the Masvidal and Covington drama and shit, I was looking on where I side with the drama and all the bullshit. But when you look at like fighting, and you're always I mean, bet on the guy with the flat. Like it, it's enticing to bet on the guy that gets the flat. Yeah, like kind of like McGregor, for example. Yeah. A lot of people would would have lost money on him towards the end of his stint, yeah. which I don't know. He might. I'm sure he'll probably be back to the. I don't know. What do you think about Connor? I don't know. I don't have a clue what's happening with him. Right. His fight style, How old is he? He's only like 32 or 30. Yeah, yeah, that's what I thought. His fight style has changed completely. Because if you watch at the beginning... He's a great ticket seller. I mean, he's yeah, a fucking... I mean, the best there is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like the Floyd Man. When you look at his his skill to his like selling tickets, like it's crazy. Because he's not like a fucking dominant no, fighter. In he, any. he was for that... He is a beast. I'm not saying he's not, but no, obviously he's a beast. He was just untouchable when really? he was knocking everybody out. And he knocked out at it. Jose Aldo, who was like, uh, he defended the belt over 10 times. I want to say it was like 13 times Jose did. Wow. Um, he knocked out Eddie Alvarez. He knocked out, he beat Max Holloway. He beat Dustin, he knocked out Dustin Poirier. Um, Poirier, I know, I just watched before I came here. I seen Poirier said he will never fight Colby Covington in the octagon. Yeah, Poirier, Poirier, I'm starting to think he's, his good guy thing is all for show. Um, I don't know, of course, but... He yeah, just, I don't know his whole background, but I've I I seen that. I was surprised. He said he'd fight him in the street, but not the octagon. Yeah, that's weird. Basically, he's probably knows that he'll get abused in mauled wrestling. Like, yeah, so like, like, well, Colby, I don't know whether he's a good wrestler or not, but I just assume he's a, he's a hearing good wrestler, that he's a black belt jujitsu. But Colby's just got that gas tank. Dude, like, did you did you get to watch any of the Oliveira versus Poirier fight? Um, that was no. Poirier's last fight, so it was for the belt, and um, Poirier. He's getting, he's rocking Oliveira, Oliveira's rocking him, so it's kind of back and forth at the beginning. And Oliveira's landing these front snap kicks right to the sternum, like just wearing him out, take, doing some damage. Oh, yeah. And, um, yeah, he was done, he was exhausted by the second round, so, I mean, imagine that versus someone like Colby. Yeah, who's Colby don't stop. Yeah, he could get, he's like Nate Diaz where you can get 10 It's like, and, and then when he gets on top, he's going to drain all your energy, too, and you, it looks like, as a viewer, that they're doing, like... They're doing nothing. Yeah. But at the same time, they're draining. You, you're not just laying there, submitted, like, just giving up. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? When, when Kobe's on top of you like that, like, you're, you, imagine all the energy. Like, imagine you're fighting someone, and they're on top of you, and you're trying to get out of that for fucking three, four minutes. It's like, like, the whole rounds, it's just like, you just see him trying to stand up. And then Jorge, one time he actually got out of it, he, like, stands up. And it's just like, you can see all the energy just coming out of him trying to stand up. And that's like... It's like, by the time you get up, you're fucking dead. Like, yeah, exhausted. Yeah. It's just, it's it's rough. And that's like, and that's it's Colby's like, whole thing. It's kind of like when people say he's boring and all this shit. Like, you look at Floyd Mayweather. He's one of the most boring boxers to watch. When, he, when he's fighting a good boxer, you might think it's boring. Like, Manny, the Manny fight, I was like, oh. I'm such a casual viewer. I'm like, dude, that was so boring. Like, I watched that when I And Manny, and, uh, and I'm like, I was rooting for Manny just because he's an underdog and all this shit. And he got a few punches in here and there. Same with the McGregor fight. Like, you see him when they actually get their chance to like fucking start swinging on him, but at this at the end of the day, you watch the whole fight and it's like they barely touched him. Yeah, and they're just like a technician; they're just sitting here like get blocked, blocked, blocked. Love to show the three times Floyd gets exactly. Yeah, like we'll we'll talk about Bryce Mitchell real quick and RDA, and then we'll get into the Colby and the gas tank and everything. But 
Bryce Mitchell versus Edson Barboza. Yeah, spin. You were wrong. It's shit. Um, Mitchell goes out there and on the feet because Edson is the better striker. We thought Bryce Mitchell drops him in round one. Looks like he rocked him pretty hard, and then he uh, he proceeds. By the way, by the looks of these two fighters, like I told Matt, I was like, I didn't get to actually watch the fight. I was slammed at work, but I watched it. We recapped it while I was here, and I'm like, dude. Oh, and then what this motherfucker um, Bryce Mitchell look like? I I would have been scared to death to put money on him. Barboza looks like a dog, and Mitchell looks like a little fucking yeah, like some dude you'd see downtown. That's just like fucking yeah. Mitchell looks like someone you see off Cox Road out here. Literally, yeah. yeah. Hey, what you doing on my river bottom? Literally, yeah. With a big yeah. hog in or something like that. Yeah. Dude's got the only only custom shorts in UFC right now with the camos. He's got... The shorts are fire. He loves his gun rights. He loves helping people. He's, he's a funny guy. He calls it the uh, the cooking positions, and he says, nobody can handle being... No man can handle being pressure cooked, so when I get him in that cooking position, I just... Sure look that way. Yeah, he dominated him for two yeah. rounds on he did. after that drop. So yeah. He gets the unanimous decision victory. What's next for him? He's probably going to come in at rank number 10 next week because that's where Barboza was, so he'll take that ranking. and Number 10 of what? In the flyweight division, rank 10 out of the whole division. There's probably like 50 fighters, 45 fighters oh, in the okay, flyweight okay. division. So, who running, leads that division? I feel like you told me. Uh, Volkanovski's the champ. Holloway is the uncrowned champ. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, so that's like one and two right there? Yeah. One and two. Damn, Kinda so there's like eight in front of Mitchell? Yeah, I mean, wow! It's because he took that year and a half off. Yeah, where he just he was. Do you think that's where he belongs? Like ten? Right now, yeah, he's yeah. got to be somebody at like number five. Give him some right. money. You get Chikaze, who's coming off a loss. Um, yeah, see, yeah, I can't like, wait to be hip to all these guys. Like Giga's UFC the front kickboxer, kind of yeah. like he just knocked out Barboza, so they both beat Barboza, and then Giga lost to Calvin Cater. But you know, put two guys that have a common victory together yep. both on the bottom part of the top 10 yep. see who comes great out. fight yeah. yeah that's what you want it'll be i think it'll go a lot like the one we just saw where he just dominates from the top but moving on to the next fight we have rafael dos Anjos versus great call by you Ronaldo Moicano. that was a good call Moicano's but dude i this was this was a fight i was really excited to talk about on this pod because i got home just in time for the back half of this fight no, and what's his name Moicano? yeah dude I have so much fucking respect for Moicano. Like I, this is like I said, this is my first card I've watched, and holy fuck, this was this was when I was like, dude, I love this sport because Moicano is just a fucking gangster, dude. Like he's taking a beating, an absolute beating. Dude, it literally looked like he was just yeah, his whole eye is swollen shut. I mean, he could barely, if any, see out of it. Yeah, which we talked about that. Like it's like. The, did you hear you the, didn't even think you could see out of it at all, right? Uh, did you yeah. hear the doctor during the fight? He yeah. woke up to the, yeah. the, the ref and he was like, he can see out of it, he can fight. Yeah. And the ref's like, are you sure? He said, yep, he can see out of it. Yeah. And I was like, I don't know about that. Right. Like, I don't know if he can see out of that. I hope it's not positive on these because it's going to be a Spotify episode. Yeah. <laughs> and we'll figure out some right. clip pictures. But, dude, it. that was, oh, my God, that fight was so good. What do you think about that? Moy Connor just did not fucking quit. This, this, is, this beer? Yeah. That's what I said. It was great. Yeah, we it was incredible. Oh, score. You're right. Goddamn, gets warm out for a couple of days. Fly sneaks in. <laughs> All good. Um, damn good beer. I gave the last one 6.9. 4.8%. I'm going to give this one 7.4. I think that's around what I gave it. Yeah? I you already gave it one? Yeah, I think I'll have to go back and watch it. What do you, I mean, I you can give was, a second take on I it. I think it was a 7.4. This okay. one is very hazy. Wow. Let me guess. This one's called New Haze. This one is called New Haze. Oh, yeah. Look at that. Look at that. <laughs> Six percent. So we're still not in that blackout range. Thank God. 
Um, surprise, we got through. We're certainly range. in the buzz range. Buzz range, yeah. I'm going <laughs> Goodness gracious, time to do it. It's St. Patty's week. Time to get festive. Bring the hat back out. There he goes. Let's go. <laughs> All right. Uh, but yeah, Dosanya's first Moicano. Um, I don't know if you. I'm sorry. Um, I don't know if you heard it at the uh, at the start of the fifth round, but Mark Goddard, the ref, goes up to Moicano and said, "I'm gonna let you fight because the the ref, the doctor says you can see." Yeah. But you, you, I'm giving you 30 seconds. If you don't show me nothing. That's right. what he said. He said, "I'll give you 30 seconds to turn this around." Was exactly what he said. Yeah. And if you don't, I'm, this, this is the end of it. But nonetheless, he fucking stayed dialed in. Fifth round, he dominated. Dude, he yeah. Did, I did. Like, I, we thought he was dead, but like, like Rogan and them said, you give him that 30, 45 to a minute, like, and their tank is going to slowly fill up. Yeah, like, it's like, not going to be completely, but it's definitely going to yeah. be coming back. Yeah. Um, yeah, Moicano looked amazing. Gangster. I got so much respect for him Especially already. Especially with having him one fight a month ago. Yeah. He fought one month ago and he comes in and he takes a five round to main event and he does yeah. that in the fifth round. I mean, he lost the fight, but the dude... To uh, get abused like that the whole game and then arguably win the last yeah, round? I thought he won that fifth round yeah. for sure. So, to arguably win the fifth round like that is fucking insane. Yeah, and RDA, let's not take anything away from him because he looked... Top of the division. Yeah. He's calling out Conor McGregor now because that that would be a good matchup. He's ranked the RDA, yeah, RDA six in the world. He's a bad matchup for Conor because he's got great takedowns. He's got yeah. good jujitsu, and that's kind of where Conor struggles. But he also he can get. I'd be surprised if if Conor takes it. Conor's all about the fucking tickets. Yeah. I I think Conor would take a fucking Logan Paul or Jake Paul fight before he takes something like that just because Con- of the tickets. Conor's trying to. Conor's a big for, money guy. Yeah, he's pushing for a title fight versus Oliveira, and it's like, man, you've lost like four of your last five or whatever. Like, yeah, and that's just, the thing. He'd be so down to get in there and lose, and just to get the bag. Like, yeah, I don't know. That's all he's there yeah. for. He's like, yeah, I sell two million pay per views each time. He, so. Yeah, and he'll literally he'll fight ten times in a row and fucking lose them all, but get the bag. I don't know. Yeah. But we'll try this one. The super hazy IPA. It's almost like a lemon color. Like yellow. I'm almost. excited for that one just by the color. Yeah. It's definitely a, a hazy. Um, but yeah. We're going to try this for one it. out. New haze. And then we'll jump into Colby's one. Super fun. Got a full seven gallon. Is he going to tip it up past the 45 degree angle? He's got it. There it is. The new Hayes. This one's fire. It's the only one in on the case it's that has a little Yoda or something on it. Not a Yoda, but... It's like a little hops person. Yeah. Yeah, it's got a little guy. And then on the case, it has it too. Like, it's a sticker, but it's not a sticker. It, it looks pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. So maybe that's like their stamp on it. Like, this is our, this is our beer that we want you to really try. Yeah, this is... Well, it says new on it, so hopefully... It's, hopefully it says new in you. Well, no, I'm saying on here. I know. I'm saying... Oh, okay. Yeah, it says new on the box. But the name of the beer is N.U. Haze. New Haze. You didn't like that Irish beer I gave you earlier, did you? Uh, it's definitely still sitting over there. <laughs> <laughs> definitely still chilling. Definitely uh, still chilling. We will, uh, yeah, we'll Not cap right. it off with that one. I don't know if we'll get there. I know, you're right. <laughs> I don't know if we'll get there. Not the best of pours. Not the best, but not the worst. Not I kind of sent it at the end. It got a little impatient at the end, but it, dude, this looks really fucking cool. It looks like lemonade. Yeah. I'm colorblind, so I could be wrong. Uh, they certainly are, yeah. That's it does not look like lemonade at all, actually. Rachel, <laughs> my, my fiance, after she watches all my shows, and afterwards yeah. she'll be like, you got the colors so wrong. Literally, yeah. <laughs> oh, dude. Really? 
Really? Yeah. He's known me since I was, what, three or four years old. And yeah. It's Max. always been a struggle for the colors. Like, it's been tough. Yeah. Can't, can't tell. Can't tell shit about it. What do you think? I haven't tried it yet. Wow. Good? I love it. That's serious. I have a little IPA kick to it. That's really good. But that's really good. That's really good, yeah. It's got like a citrus. I don't know if it's because I'm on the third IPA, whether no, that's... I think no, that's yeah, yeah. really good. Yeah. It's getting better by the beer. And I have a feeling it's going to stop here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah we got the heavy ones after this. Yeah. So I'm thinking that double is going to taste like dog shit, but I've had some good doubles before, just not many. Yeah. I got to piss so bad. I'm not going to If you want to take a break real quick, I can uh, I can take this over and go take a piss and we'll, uh, we'll get back to it in a sec. I'll do it for two seconds. Yeah. Um, so if you ever want to come on the show, let me know. We'll, uh, we'll get another thing like this where it's got a bunch of different shit. This one's called Overpacked by the Southern Tier Brewing Company. Um, and we'll just try them out. We'll, uh, we'll see how we like them. Love to have some more opinions on here. It's a fun thing to do. It looked like he sorry about the burp. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, it looked like he was about to piss outside of my neighbor's house out there. This is our third toast star guy. She uh, she's just been chilling over here. Sorry, I'm not very good at filling time and improvising. Just not that kind of guy. Um, some updates with the Kane Velasquez thing. Uh, while we're waiting. He, uh, I talked about it on my last show, attempted murder. Turns out the guy that he was trying to murder had molested a young relative over a hundred times, and he ended up shooting the guy's dad. He chased them with his truck. He, um, yeah, he, he's doing what every dad, I would, if anything like that happened to me as a father to my daughter or to any close relatives that are younger, I don't have any female relatives other than my daughter that's that young, but I'd like to say I'd do the same thing. I would probably just... Reckless abandonment. Fucking kill that bitch. You don't touch kids. Fuck that guy. And if Kane Velasquez gets 20 years, then the justice system has truly failed him. Um, because that is a completely justifiable attempted murder charge. And fuck that guy. Fucking. I hope, I hope that in prison, Kane meets up with this guy that did that. And I hope he gets to fucking just beat the shit out of him every day. Cause, Kane? Yeah, you hear about that? Uh, uh, WWE Kane? Um, he, he, he's UFC Kane. He, okay. he went to he went to WWE for a while. Not that one. Did he? Kane Velasquez. Oh, um, your mom, Undertaker's dog. Or under, under, <laughs> his dog. I was just talking about Kane Velasquez. Your your mom's been posting about him. Really? Yeah, he got arrested for attempted murder. He got in a high speed chase. He wasn't being chased by the cops. He was chasing a guy that was molesting a young relative of his, and then he rammed their car and then he shot him. And he hit the guy's dad. Well, if he's a fucking molester, then what's the problem? That's what I'm saying. That's what I was yeah, talking yeah, about. Like, yeah. the justice system failed him because they got... Justice it. system shit, yeah. Yeah. But I'll show you your mom's post and yeah, yeah. after this. But For yeah, sure. it's fucked. I, I talked about it while you're out there just to yeah. kill time. Yeah, um, no, that's... Yeah. Free, free, free Kane. Free my boy Kane. Yep. Sounds like it. Main motherfucking event, boys. Coley versus Jorge. I thought this fight from the beginning was a pretty easy one to call. Um, you did, yeah. I mean, not only called the winner, but called the the, the, the fact that it's going to go over. Yeah, it was a four and a half I, round, so it had to. Get we it. had a two team parlay cooking of Colby and winning and then over four and a half rounds. Yeah, so it's got to get to the pretty much the final bell or the last two and a yeah. half minutes of it. 
And that's one thing I didn't know being new to UFC is that I guess it's five rounds for the main events. Yeah. What, it, what is it, three for the prelims or some shit? Three for everything but the main event. Okay, yeah, yeah. Part, unless it's another championship fight or that uh, Desanya situation where... Let's get on there. Sorry, we're experiencing so many technical difficulties today. This computer's... It could be... Over. I think it's actually better than we think, but it's... I think it's just a couple pop-ups. Yeah, just yeah. a couple things happening. We'll throw pictures in there over top of any live freezes. <laughs> Um, but yeah, Kobe versus Jorge, they go out there, they're feeling each other out, Kobe gets an eye poke, and Jorge, instead of uh, continuing the fight, he kind of complains about it, which you got to, but also you got to defend yourself at all times. Yeah, you have to. Then uh, Kobe gets the takedown while Jorge's complaining. Jorge complained about her being afterwards, and it was like, yeah, but dude, you got fucking, other than that first round, you got Molly Wapped the whole fight. Yeah, I mean, he just got absolutely dominated. It, it, and the thing is, like... <clears throat> Fucking Jorge, if he could just stay up, like that last round, I was like, I told my girlfriend, I was like, dude, if he goes down one more time and Covington gets on top of him, it's over. Like, you cannot let that happen if you're someone like Jorge Bassadol against Covington. You got to stay on the feet. Yeah, you have to. You, you cannot it. let him take you down again. You don't have the ground game to get back up, especially yeah. when you're that exhausted. He doesn't. He just doesn't have the moves you need. Yep. And yeah, if that was a boxing fight, it probably would have been a lot different. I don't know. Yeah, oh, for sure. Because yeah. he'll be... It looks like he has pillow hands almost. Like every yeah. time it looks like a shot should rock somebody because it lands so yeah. clean. They're just, and you can see it in his other fights. They're just like, ah, they're, yeah. they're like, come on, keep going. Yeah, Masvidal just fucking, I, I was worried because we, we had this fucking bet going. Yeah. And I had 300 on Covington just staying, just lasting the whole, or I mean, Masvidal lasting the whole fight, but Colby winning. And in the second, it was a third round maybe? Fourth round. Fourth round, and he drops him. Yeah, he drops him, and fucking, and then he just keeps blasting Masvidal, oh, and then Masvidal's yeah, like, I'm talking about Masvidal dropping Colby. Yeah, down. well, I'm talking about Colby that fucking was, getting him down and keep hitting him. him. Yeah, him yes, he was hitting him with elbows yeah, and punching. He wasn't even trying to. And then when Masvidal stood back up, he's like, and I'm like, oh, we're good. I was like, Masvidal's a menace. He'll yeah. never fucking uh, submit or my, yeah. get knocked out. Like, I had my friend over here, and we were talking yeah. about, it, I told about the bet we had on it, and I was like, he was like. So what do you need to happen? And I was like, I need this guy to survive at this point. Like, yeah, literally. Like, I just we just need Masvidal. We were low-key rooting for Masvidal yeah. because Co Covington was dominating the fight, but we just needed Masvidal to survive till yeah. the end. Which we were like rooting for him to survive, but I love there was him. only a, there was only yeah, and there was only a, a minute tops where I was actually worried where he was going to knock him out because now in that fourth most round, of the time when he was just on top of him, it was just chill. Like oh, he was yeah, just on top, just holding him there. Or getting going for like the neck crack. Yeah, yeah. Like from the rear naked position and whatnot. That fourth round scared the shit out of me when yeah. Kobe got dropped with that. When he, left. yeah, he went down he to the knee. Yeah. That was but the then he stood up, he kind of smiled, he's like, all right, you got, he, he knocked me down a little bit. But yeah, that was good. the cleanest shot of the whole fight though. And that yeah. was, I mean, that landed flush. I was like, oh no. Yeah. Like, when he started going down, I was like, shit, shit, that's, we, we didn't win it, we didn't win it, but we both ended up profiting off. Yeah. Really losing most of our bets, but parlaying that last one and then RDA. And then, with this being the first card, I had a lot of people, because I bet on Colby and people were like, oh, they got, most of the fucking uh, friends majority are. were rooting for Masvidal. So it's like, and then Colby wins, and everyone's like, oh, well, you, you're you on, you watch one card, and you're on Colby's side, blah, 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 but, dude, like, he's, he's a dog. Yeah. Like, and, you know, and, and it's not even that, I was actually on Masvidal's side with the drama, because Clint I heard, said some uncalled for he shit. said some uncalled for shit, and he was giving him a lot of fire that didn't need to happen. But they, not only that, you know, they used to be, they used to be best friends, yeah, yeah that's what I heard, yeah. best friends, yeah. and then it just all went sour, so, like, I thought it was manufactured, I thought at the end of the fight they were going to dap up and hug, 
No, they're still talking. That's what Rogan said. Rogan said, I got 20 on them hugging. It's not, and then he goes, wait, it's not going to happen. Immediately after the fight, he's like, fuck. Not that he cares about 20, but it was just like, yeah, yeah, literally, he's like, all right, bet. Yeah, that was... <laughs> that's why that that fucking fight was so fire, though, because it yeah. was actually authentic, genuine. Yeah, like, like, going in, I didn't know if they were going to be... It was, like, a fake manufactured thing. Right. It was, like, five years ago, they were like, hey, we're going to act like we're best friends, and then we're yeah. going to act like we hate yep. each other, just to, like, get... But you can go. tell that shit was genuine. Yeah, when after the fight, Kobe's like... And Masvidal was like, bring it. I'd kick his ass in the parking lot. I, I love Masvidal. And that's what Rogan said, too. He's like, dude... Masvidal doesn't give a fuck. He will if you're in a restaurant sitting there chilling, he'll come up and start chirping. Like it's it's he's a gangster. Yeah, yeah, he is. And that's the thing, I fuck with honestly, I don't know. I don't know Kobe enough to say I fuck with Masvidal more, but at the same time, like I'm not I don't know. Like, I don't know what it is. I fuck with Kobe so much more than most fighters. Like yeah. he's the ultimate See, I don't have enough information to actually say whether I like a person or not, but it's a it's really easy for me to like somebody that won me three hundred and fifty bucks. So yeah. it's like after this, I'm going to take you through it and show you some Chael Sonnen stuff. Yeah. He's the best shit talker of all time. What's his name? Chael Sonnen. He's got his own Chael Sonnen? How do you spell his first name? C-H-A-E-L. That's what I was picturing. Okay. Yeah. I'll show you him. Colby's like the, the best He's, shit talker since him. him well, what's his weight class? He fought at... Um, oh, this is a veteran. This is somebody who's he, an alumni. Yeah. yeah. He, he fought at 185 to a... What was his record? Rate. His record wasn't that great, but... If you're a true fan, he's the undisputed, undefeated champion of the world. Never been <laughs> Dude, he's got some of the best shit talking about. Just a dope, time. dude. D- dope. Yeah. As fuck. He, oh, man. I can't even explain how funny some of the shit talk is that he gives out. Like, he grew up in this... Kind of like Holland, eh? No. No. Not at all. Not at all. No. Um, fuck Kevin Holland. No, I'm kidding. I love Kevin Holland. He <laughs> goes down to Brazil and talks shit about the whole... Brazilian country. Really? Gives, uh, oh, I actually might have seen that. Yeah, he. Um, or no, 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 no. It wasn't what I seen. You, you I seen. I seen where uh, Connor was like, "I want Khabib in Russia." Russia. Yeah. Yeah. So Chael Sonnen, he fought Anderson Silva, beat his ass for four and a half rounds, and then got tapped out in the last round. And um, then he came back, and he uh, he beat this dude's ass in Joe Rogan's interview, and then and he goes. Joe Rogan asks him a question and he doesn't even acknowledge it. He goes, Anderson Silva, you absolutely yeah. suck. <laughs> like, I love when they do that. Yeah, it's like, like, he's like, I am so dialed in on this fight. And yeah. Then he just walks off. And Tito Ortiz used to be married or dated this porn star and they were fighting in Bellator. And um, Tito walked right into it. Chael's talking shit. And uh, Tito's like, The thing is, Chael makes money with his mouth. I make money with my fist. And yeah. Chael goes, you know, the only person I know that makes money with their mouth is your ex-wife. Like, Chael just got... That's a, and that's the type of shit that fucking uh, Colby was doing. Yeah, exactly. Colby was like, dude, he's like, he was calling his wife Miss Masvidal, and he's like, he had more respect for Jorge's wife than Jorge did. Yeah, like, like, <laughs> he just don't give a fuck. He's like, yeah, when I was sleeping on your couch, I was fucking your wife and all this shit. Like, he didn't like, say that. He said, yeah, he, he did. did. Did he? Yes. i seen a video of it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I can't believe you didn't see that. I didn't see I'll that. I'll send you the video. I like yeah. that on TikTok. Yeah, I'll have to check it out. Dude. But, yeah, Kobe. And that's why I seen that, and I'm like, fuck, I got really nervous. So that's why I texted you, and I'm like, damn, like, this is fucking crazy. Yeah, that Kobe fight, though, was off the fucking 
Yeah. Like, people, people that said it was boring just don't appreciate actual mixed martial arts. Yeah, they they fucking, I had one of my buddies, Denver, I had one of my buddies saying fucking, oh, if he was a real one, he would have fucking stood up and let him strike it out for the last two minutes, blah, blah, blah. Like, dude, that's like playing football. Like, I was telling Matt before we, we did this. Yeah. That's like playing, that's like being in the NFL, being up 20 points, 21 points, and throwing the ball with four minutes left to give him a chance. Like, that's just like, throwing up 50-50 balls. Just, you know, this Why thing, would you not stay on top of him and get the win? Yeah, you know, this never happened. But, like, imagine being someone like, I don't know, the Atlanta Falcons and being up 27-3 going into yeah. halftime. And then just throwing and throwing yeah, and just throwing and, and just, letting someone like, I don't know, Tom Brady or yeah. an example come back and beat yeah. you, almost beat you or beat yeah, you. Just, yeah. That did happen. That's it. <laughs> 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 yeah. So, for example, that would be like Colby standing yeah, up and being like, Colby being like, and being like, let's bang, let's just throw fists. It's like and just taking punches yeah, for fun, dumb as shit. Yeah. So, Colby did the smart thing, and it wasn't like he just every round he dove in straight. And even at the end, end, he was going for submission. Yeah, like he was going for submissions. He was hitting ground and pound. He was hitting stand yeah. punches. Like he was doing it all. He just technician, dude. Yeah, he's just not a. He's not like a haymaker thrower he's yeah he's somebody that's gonna come in and he's not someone that's gonna strike you to death yeah exactly and actually he's got the most he can submit you to death but he's got versus most striking KOs no in the welterweight division most strikes thrown in a fight he landed five dude he was up I don't know if I think it was first round he was up like 40 to like 16 tops yeah, for strikes I didn't, on even, I didn't even look at the numbers on the strikes just yeah. that the fight was so dominant oh so dominant yeah but in the first round I seen that and I'm like oh my god so at that point with our bet it was over four and a half rounds and Kobe winning I was like dude Kobe's got 50 strikes to his 19 or something. I'm like, now I just am rooting for Jorge to survive. Yeah, just stay alive. Yeah. Please stay. And, fuck alive. And thank God you were fucking spot on, and that's exactly what happened. So yeah. It was the most sweat-free bet for the most part, other than a, a knee drop on Colby where he yeah. got hit and his knee dropped. And we should a couple have things here and there made me sweat, but should have for the most part. the main card because I have not. Oh, dude, on spot the main on the main so card. Long. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's what we're going to do next time. It's like yeah. Harley the main card. And oh, dude. Can't awesome. wait. Not Are we getting into the next card? Yeah, that's actually our next thing. Okay. Um, so, next card for the UFC is fucking lit as shit. It, they're not Excellent. advertising it, and it might just be... To me, as a casual viewer, I was like, damn, I don't know any of these fucking people, but... Yeah. But then when Matt looked at it, he was getting fired up, so I'm like, damn, I might get dabble so, into that. So, I'll start from the bottom to the top. Um, Bruno Silva... He's this beast wrestler, beast striker, super powerful. Is he related to the other Silva? I don't think so. It's a Magic. super common name. It's like Smith again down in Brazil. Oh, is that where Anderson Silva's from? Yeah. Really? Yeah. He's Brazilian. He's taking on another Brazilian, Alex Pereira, uh, the only guy to knock out Israel Adesanya. He did it in kickboxing twice, and he slept him nasty. Pereira's got this power that's almost unbelievable to hear about. Like, when he throws punches, guys go flying. Like actually flying, he fights at 185, and he throws. He doesn't look. What's huge, his record? Uh, four and one. So he's brand new to the game. Well, he's fought kickboxing for the past ten or fifteen years. Okay, how old is he? He's like thirty-one. Damn, and he's four and one. So well, he's just dabbling into. He was, he, he was, he was a kickboxer. kickboxer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so he's been training with people. Kickboxing. Like, What's is there like a fucking UFC for kickboxing? Um. Yeah, kind of. It's a. Uh, Glory does Glory does a lot of kickboxing. Um, and what does kickboxing entail? Does that mean there's no hands? So, no, you can throw punches and kicks. No elbows. You can throw knees. You can't clinch. It's weird. It, it's weird. It's kind of like just do UFC. 
Yeah. Well, they they don't have takedowns. They have some sick knockouts. Takedowns. You can't like take, wrestle. Yeah, you can't do. Oh, that I bet Masvidal would love to play Colby kickboxing. Yeah. Or play Colby and kickboxing. Yeah, yeah. Like it's it's some people's game. That, yeah, I got Alex Pereira in that. Bruno Silva is also a fucking dog. Yeah. Like, he's super powerful, but Pereira just his last fight he hit this flying knee. Like, out of nowhere, he's sitting there just striking with the guy and just jumps in with a flying knee, sleeps him. How about, did, oh my god, I wish I could have bet on this. And you and you actually told me, you wanted to bet on Jorge throwing a flying knee, right? Yeah, the very, Dude, first, the very first to start of the fight, I told Callie, I should, my girlfriend, a fucking video of Jorge's flying knee where he knocked out Ben Askren. Fastest knockout in UFC history. I showed her the flying knee. Next thing you know, I'm like, I wonder if he does the flying knee against Covington. He comes out and, and kind of like, he, he, he knew he wasn't going to connect. Type so shit, but air. at the same time, he he did it just for kind of. I was like, man, I looked at her, I was like, Jorge's funny, bro. I'm like, of course yeah, he does that, just to like make a statement type shit or something. Yeah, I don't know. He's different. Yeah. Let's finish this beer and then we'll dive into the other fights on this card because I am super excited for this this card. Yeah. Uh, what like I forgot that it was I was really asking you earlier, but I'm gonna ask you on the pod. Do you have any locks for this card? No locks. No locks. No locks on this card. And that's what makes a card exciting. Yeah, as a viewer, it, it really. If is. you actually appreciate UFC, like this would be a really good card to tune into. If, with if I was to bet on the fight, yeah, I would pick just run through Pereira, McKinney, Roundtree, Carceres, Yadon, or Marias. Of course, we are going to bet on the fights for the record, but we are. But just it, since there's no locks, when they, when something like this happens, as a as a gambler, this isn't a UFC expert, down. but as a gambler, yeah, <laughs> I started my UFC betting career with five hundred and sixty dollars. So, well, actually. Including your best. So let's say it was 500 for me. So, and I ended up winning money. So it was good. Yeah. And if I would have put, it was dumb because I actually planned on putting most of my money on Colby, but then I did, I did 300 instead of 400. I should have just did 400 on Colby and I would have made way more money, but I should have put more on Colby too. Just yeah. To have, yeah. That was like my lock. I was like, yeah. But, you, but when you see what the fucking payout is on a 10 fight parlay and you were almost spot on on all of them, I like, I, we should have just done a five part. Five fight parlay and main event, type yeah, shit. Put like yeah, forty or fifty bucks down on it, and we would have gotten what, like, we would have gotten. Oh, dude, we'd have gotten five hundred back. On yeah, that one. yeah, yeah. Because it was like plus six hundred on main event. Is that all it was? Well, with the for your main event picks, yeah. if we would have put Colby on the on the over, also it would have put Ooh. us at it would have put us at like plus a thousand, wouldn't it? Yeah, I would say so. I'd say it would be somewhere around there. Yeah. Somewhere around the lake shore, there's a foggy, hazy, juicy IPA is the name of this one. It's a 6.5, the second strongest in the batch, and we're a spill time. Party foul. Party foul. What's that mean? Yeah, we gotta figure out what the fuck that means. We have to have some sort of punishment for that, Matthew. <laughs> Goodness. Can't just let that slide, right, boys? Well, let's uh, let's talk about more fights on the card, and we'll think about the party fouls. I think we have to end with the shotgun. But all right, let's go. Shotgun. <laughs> Listen, if you watch my previous shows, you shotgun bush light, you shotgun bud light, you shotgun course light. You don't shotgun this shit. Even the full party. We'll figure it out. I don't know. Maybe we will. Put in the comments a good punishment for like a party foul or some sort like that for the party. Until then, we're gonna figure it out. We'll improvise. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll figure it out. And he's gonna be on the show a lot more now. You can watch more UFC. We're gonna be yeah. Be doing I can always things. I can always be dialed in for the main event. I, I'm gonna have to probably recap the prelims for now, but hey, plan is to get Saturdays off yeah, early. But I'll send you the uh, the login and then you yeah. can watch it like Sunday morning or Monday morning. Yeah. You have some time off and you're not done for sure. I'm always off Sunday Monday, so I'm a little yeah. bit. I'm off. 
every other Sunday, and then I work seven days a week the rest of the time, so I'm pretty busy. Man, I love it. I love being busy. busy. Yeah, got to. Um, yeah, so other fights. Terrence McKinney steps in on short notice after I told you, this was one I told you to lock in on his last fight. I said first round, parlay it together. This dude's been on a seven-fight streak, first round now. This, this was the card before the last one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I remember that. He was like a plus. You said something about green, too, right? Yeah, super green. He, um, I said bet on. Uh, first yeah. round knockout, green. Yeah, I said parlay that just because the odds were like. Were you right, though? Is it? No. He got knocked out first round. Green did? Well, he's fighting Makacha, which is like the next Khabib. Fuck. Yeah, I was wrong on that one, but I said Parlay McKinney with the first round, and he got the first round uh, submission. Okay. And it was super quick. I don't know why I thought you were right on green, but... Yeah, I was... Well, I told you to bet on Makachev if you're, like, parlaying a big thing. Yeah. But if you're just, like, throwing money down, like, put 10 on green, because you'll get 50 back. If you parlay mm-hmm. with the first one, you'll get, like, okay. 150. It was one of those where, like, the odds were really good. Yeah, like, it, like, you could see it happening, maybe. Right. Exactly. Possible, but not like And you got to take those kind of bets when it, when, when you see a possibility and something when, and the odds are insane, plus a thousand or something. When you bet on both guys and there's no way you're actually losing money, it's, it's yeah. nice the way yeah. that you can do some of these. Yeah. I'm excited for the money we're going to make on UFC, to be honest. And that's what... That's what made me fucking, well, I love UFC in general. After watching one card, it's like, like we were saying earlier, like just the toughness of the sport and not being pussy and all this shit. But at the same time, when you got money on UFC, that's one of the sports where it's just, oh my God. They're, they're coming out, they got the intros. It is, yeah. Like, but like, you're, you're so invested in it, and you don't even know these guys fighting. Like, yeah. You're just like, I, yeah, I was I fucking, ignorant. You're so like, I fucking love this. And I, yeah. Out. I was so nervous. I'm sitting there with fucking with my girlfriend, and I'm just like, fuck, let's go. Like, me and Rachel wants to fight show you up close to me, and I'll be like, break his fucking leg. Yeah, yeah. Like, you just, you get so into it. I love it. Yeah, Drew Dober is taking on Terrence McKinney, though, and it's going to be... An interesting fight. Dover's last fight was against Islam Makhachev, who just beat Bobby Green. Speaking of, that's convenient. Um, super. Yeah, just beat Bobby Green. and um, But Islam beat Drew Dover, and he's taking on Terrence McKinney, who he's had eight fights in a row and in the first round, and I don't think any of them have, if you total the eight fights up, I don't think it totals to eight minutes, or five minutes. Like, his last fight ended at two minutes, 11 seconds, I want to say, and they said that was... If you took the previous seven and added them all up, they didn't match that two minutes eleven seconds. Wow, which is insane because this kid. All no, this more on that. He he. Uh, we got a round of applause in the chat for this fucking impressive bowler. Fast. He uh, yeah he this guy Terrence McKinney he I don't know what happened he was drunk and he almost lost his leg he died in the ambulance twice yeah and then he comes out and he's on like this eight fight tear all first round knockouts and submissions and shit yeah. Like, he died twice. Yeah, died, died twice. twice. <laughs> dude, they had to, like, do the defibrillator and shit and bring him back. And what? Yeah, now he's out there finishing people in the first round. He's taking on Drew Dover. Wait, how'd he die? I think he jumped out a window or something. A couple stories? A couple stories? A little postmates or something? Or? It was the wind. Oh, okay. We're good. Yeah, a couple. Oh, about the table. <laughs> oh, he's coming back. Back to your lounge. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Make sure to fall. Oh, my God. I thought it was going to end. But the goodness. 
I gotta say, I was coming on this pod anticipating shit beer because I do not like IPA, and I'm like, fuck, I'm gonna have to struggle through IPA. But granted, as you see, I mean, I'm gonna full send either way, and it's, I'm never gonna turn down a brew. And full send. So, but big trust. Yes. But I was like, I was definitely anticipating some shit beer because I did not like IPA whatsoever. I have had a few IPAs I was impressed with at the bees, but yeah, for the most part, IPAs. At least back when I used to go there a lot. What do you think of the Columbus IPA? Oh, I've had that a lot before. It's actually been on the potty before. Okay, I love it. Yeah, yeah. As far as plain IPAs go, where it's not like I was so hyped to actually have an IPA on draft because usually we don't have IPAs on draft at Applebee's, so. When we did, and you came in, I was like, "That's perfect." Yeah. And, then, and then I had a, and then I had a guy that fucking was right next to you that had the IPA. I'm like, "Oh man, we accidentally poured an extra one." Like, you want it? And I'm like, literally, as I was asking him this question, I'm like, "Fuck, why would I not just give it to McLendon?" I was like praying this guy. Was like, he's like, "Oh no!" He's like, he started acting like he got he got an attitude. I'm like. Dude, I literally was trying to give you this beer for free. I'm sorry. God forbid. And then I walk that way. I'm like, oh. and then I look over. The table's right next to him. And I'm like, oh, well, Matt will drink it. And I look over at him. And I'm like, as I'm saying that. I was like, fuck yeah. Yeah. There was no question. if I take this class? Right, yeah. So, yeah. That, this one. Lakeshore Fault. Dude, this is good. Yeah, this is good, too. This one's a juicy idea. It's kind of the same color as the New Haze. That's what I was thinking. Let me grab another glass. I'm scared of this 2X IPA. I'm going to compare the two colors. See where we're at. They do seem very, very similar. Very similar. Super off topic, but that's okay. Actually, this is on topic. Let's, yeah, let's remember. Blood. The name of this show is Blood and, and Beer. Beer. And... Beer. Well, we're when you, we were talking about this before the show. Fight games. I was telling you how much I love UFC. Oh my god! And he brought up. I hope we get some opinions in the in the fucking comments. We used to play. Uh, when, uh, hold on. Yeah. When you talk about fight games, I want to see right now as I'm saying this. Before you hear what we have to say, what is your favorite blood sport game on video? Like we're talking video games. Yeah. Because. I mean, there's, there's a couple that come to mind, but at the same time, there's one winner that's a no-brainer. No-brainer for us. Round three. Yep. EA Sports. It's literally the the mobility on the game. The you make your own character. You have a whole career. And it was that was so far, and it was brutal. Like I could not come even. I I didn't ever make it to the top thirty. I mean, I was always the highest I got was thirty-two, and I was so fucking hyped to be at thirty-two. Like I was genuinely excited. I'm like, I'm fucking like top fifty, and then I end up losing because they match you up. And then they start matching up with like with top fifteen guys, and it's like, dude, you you start getting abused. Yeah. Like, I mean, if, if you're the type of kid to play on a rookie or whatever the fuck, that's a good game to like, like breeze through. But yeah, on hard and stuff like you're a puke. Yeah, like, if you, you do that you, on hard. Every game I've ever played in, we have a Madden franchise every year. Every game we've ever played in, 2K Madden, any of this, we're playing at the fucking top level. Yeah, Hall of Fame veteran. We're playing. Yeah, Call of Duty veteran. Yeah, that's just how you do it because. I mean, if not, you're gonna be a dog shit. I'm fucking. I'm not gonna lie. There's one game, one set of games that I do not do that with, and it's Doom. Um, this game is this an RPG game, role player? No, it's a first person shooter. But like, is it like online? No. Well, they have. So it's a role player. Like you do like. 
Ignition. There's a whole storyline. Yeah, storyline. Yeah, like it's, so it's, it's an RPG. Yeah, so it's your, your whole online, but the online sucks. Yeah, it's so it's, a, like, it's an RPG. Yeah, it's game. not like a yeah. So online. with RPG games, you just want to be able to enjoy the game a little bit more. You you don't want to make it easy though, Doom, right? Well, Doom's levels. The easiest is one of the hardest games I've ever played. I started off on the hardest. What? I forget what their levels are, but they might. I've heard a lot about Doom too. Yeah, their levels might as well be called "Fuck Me Now," "Fuck Me Later," and "Good Fucking Luck." <laughs> God, I love that. Yeah, dude. Dude, that's a, that's a good game. It's dude. I, I, I hate when a game's. My thing is, I hate when a game you can is, run through in six hours or something. Dude, you should never, it should ever in long. your whole fucking life be able to play a game in a day. Yeah, it should. If take you me can, a month to finish a fuck. campaign. I want like you know, yes, you dude, need, we, I want a month of playtime through a campaign. And in Call of Duty world, I want like six months. Dude, when I was in middle school, if if we got a pack of voltage, we're finishing every game that was out at our time. We, and it used to piss through, me off. We would run through World at War and then... I'd be done at 9am and I'm like pissed. Yeah. We were playing at, at 11pm the night before and all finish, the way to 7am finish like and I was mad that the game was over. Yeah. Or, you know, we'd get... Remember and we were... Keep in mind, we're on veteran. Yeah, like we're doing the hardest We're not thing. doing cake work shit. Yeah. It's just... At, at the easiest harden. I think I did play fucking uh, Macon, game, uh, MW2... I say make it because that's where I started. Yeah. Uh, MW2, I think I did do that on hard. That one was so hard at first. Dude, at first it was brutal. Because these kids got that, the well, CPUs aimbot. Well, and the campaign. They got Tommy Gun's aimbot. That, that airport mode where you have to like be careful. You know, you go yeah, that mode too, yeah. You kill through but the, even mode. the beginning when they put the cigarette out on your fucking dude. Yeah, it's just, it's a lot. It's a lot to deal with. Yeah. But basically, bottom line, if you play games on an easy... Semi-easy difficulty, you're a fucking pussy. Unless you're playing Doom. Yes, we Which did is, some so that I, I played. I was I'm playing, not hip to Doom, but... I, I played Doom, and when I first got it, uh, the most recent one, the first week I was on Damn the hardest, and I was on the very hardest, and I, um, it took me, I was on level two, couldn't get through it, couldn't get through it, and I was like, maybe I really need to downgrade the level. Went down another level, still couldn't get through the same level. Like, I'm on the fuck me later portion of it, and couldn't get through it. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? So, I go all the way down to the Sounds easy. Sounds like, this is a game I want to dabble into. Yeah, it's on Game Pass. Really? Yeah, so. Okay, I'll download it tonight. Yeah, it's the it's so intense, and it's like, it's like a Super Mario slasher game. It, that's what it is. It's like, the campaign is so scripted, like, as far as you have to do so certain things. definitely RPG then. Yeah, but it's just. The easy mode is the only way to go, I'm telling you. Like, I might be able to, now that I have 120 frames and whatnot, I might be able that to. Would, yeah, that would be a major game changer for you. Now that I got the new Xbox and everything. But at the same time, the game is so fucking difficult. The damage that's done to you on easy, like you're going to have to restart levels 20 times. On easy. Dude, I forget who it was, but I heard a lot of good things about Doom. Is that a good game? Yeah. It's, really? It's great. Remember, you know how I am. Well, like, if it I was you, I, I, and I remember you telling me about it, but I'm saying, probably something. I have somebody else that was saying something to me. It was at work. You have that dude that's super into gaming back in the kitchen, don't you? That's played with us a few times. Oh, dude. You already know anybody in the kitchen's big on gaming. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. They're big on it. Hope the kitchen tunes in. Um, Oh, they're yeah. gonna tune in. Listen, we're getting a little off topic with that. No, it, it, but the thing is, people would love it. They do love it. They do. But Dober McKinney, we were talking about that. McKinney is, you know, he almost died. Dober's this well-rounded dude. 
I'm taking McKinney first round stoppage again. Dude, this kid is just a hype train that's nonstop. And what do you think the odds are for a first round knockout? Um, probably plus 600. Listen, I want you guys to know, by the way, this guy right here is a fucking odds maker, and he's not telling me. I'm pissed about it. He, he knows all the odds. This motherfucker, I said, what do you think? This was three weeks ago. I said, what do you think the fucking odds on Covington and Masvidal are going to be? This dude said, minus 350 plus 2 or something. I forgot. It was 330, 265, and that's what it is. Or was it 315? No, it ended up being 315. Okay. I checked it. Yeah, you said minus 330. Yeah. Listen, minus 330 was the average of the whole time the odds were even available. So this was like a spot-on fucking odds. I'm pretty good. And I'm like, this motherfucker. I like, I was up on the Uncle I. I didn't realize the odds were out, and I was talking to him about it because he was at my house, and I'm like, dude, what do you think the odds are going to be? Because I was excited to start making bets on it because I've been hearing about this goddamn fight for a minute. And fucking, then the odds come out. Or no, they didn't. They were out. I didn't know it. I checked my phone. I'm like, I, I was going to place bets. And I see minus exact, in my head, I'm like, damn, that's like exactly what he said. I text him, I'm like, dude, holy fuck, these odds are like literally what he said. The other fights I told you were also pretty spot on. Literally almost spot on, yeah. I'm not looking at my phone or anything. I'm just like, this is what this is going to be probably just because, you know, this guy's a wrestler, this guy's a striker. And that's kind of how I feel about the NFL. Like, I almost can make the odds, but then I, these were spot on, though. The NFL is so unpredictable because you got the Jaguars who beat the Colts every fucking time and they won't beat anybody else. Yeah, that's tough. Well, then I don't know. The NFL is more predictable. It's pretty thing, but but at, at the, the same end time, of the season when people start resting, at the beginning, I, I, the, the craziest thing is though when you you talk about Jack's Colts. At the end of the season was, is when I'm most confident about my bets because they have to start making their placement for playoffs and things like that. I would have put a lot of money on the Colts on that game. That was yeah, a remember, really we were talking about big Vegas game. The main group chat we have, not the Fort North Zone, but the one with the. Original group of uh, the original group of the Madden game, and it's called OG Madden Chat, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Alec was talking about it because you know, Alec, huge Colts fan. And I was like, Hey, uh, I'm picking Jags in this one because they beat them. Like, you said that, yeah, they they were like 15 and three in their past match, their past matchups against the Colts. What, and you remember the Jags had only won like two games before that, and they fired. Oh, them. dude, I know everything about the NFL inside yeah. out, so yeah, I told we get into that. You don't have to worry about it. I told Alec, like, yo. Colts are losing. I'm sorry to hear it, but you better hope for some fucking. Damn, I miss that. Yeah, and he he was like, "There's no way they're losing." And I looked up the record, the Colts record against the Jaguars, and sent it to him. And I was like, "They're gonna fucking lose." Wow. And yeah, yeah. Jaguars are the Colts Achilles tendon. You got this for a second while I go take a piss. Yep. We'll probably have to trade after, but yeah, that's cool. If yeah. anything, that'll we'll be, we'll jump we in Eagle FC and finish off this. Yeah, Eagle FC. Khabib. Khabib was actually on the Full Sim podcast, and uh, I mean, I don't know. Khabib is an absolute fucking technician when it comes to UFC. Um, not much of an entertainer, though. Um, you know, when it comes to, I think McGregor was trying to fight Khabib, maybe. And McGregor is the kind of fight that Khabib would want because. McGregor fucking sells tickets. Khabib is just an absolute technician when it comes to UFC and fucking being great at his craft, you know? But Khabib is not the type of guy that's very entertaining. I watched that pod and I was hoping to get something entertaining out of Khabib, but he's so dull. Yeah, he, he, 
If, if he wants to make money in the UFC, he has to have a matchup like McGregor. So that's yeah. what I was telling them when he was on. It's he, like he, he had it talking shit, but it's not because, interesting shit talk. Yeah, it's like, and his he's such a good UFC fighter that if he matches up with somebody that can sell and that's entertaining, it's going to be a crazy, like record breaking fight. But if not, if he's just fight, fighting another UFC fighter like himself, because of the he's still going to do good. Blah blah blah. But like not the two point four. Yeah, yeah. Not the two or one point eight. Dustin. Yeah, literally. We're gonna you're gonna chug this when you get back. Yep. And we're gonna do the double. The double's gonna kill us, boys. Oh, it's gonna send us. And ladies. Um, but yeah, while he's gone, I'll jump into the rest of the UFC card that's gonna be happening next weekend. Uh Sadiq Yusuf versus Alex Carceres. Um Sadiq Yusuf come off a hard loss to Arnold Allen. It was a super good, uh super good card. But Arnold Allen took the took the win in that. Alex Carceres, I think he's on a pretty big streak right now. I want to say four or five fights in a row. Um, he might. I think he's Bruce Leroy is what he goes by. He's he's got a fun style. Sadiq Youssef is so well rounded. It's going to be interesting to see how it turns out because Alex Carceres just has that winner's mentality. Sadiq Youssef has that skill set. So that's going to be a matchup. Um, we also have Khalil Roundtree versus this Roberson fella. Um, Khalil Roundtree, his last fight, he gets the, uh, he gets the finish with an oblique kick. It looks like he broke the guy's leg with an oblique kick. It was disgusting. And then, we have Marlon Marias, who's on a bit of a skid, taking on Song Yodong, who's, uh, a streaking, streaking bantamweight. So, Song Yodong versus Marlon Marias, that's gonna be a fun matchup. I'm thinking Marias takes it, because... He is a level above Yadong, unless he just lost that competitive edge that he had. I'm thinking Marias takes it. Man, this table looks like we've fucking been playing Kings all day. Oh, <laughs> we've been doing the blood and beer pod. Let's go. Blood and beer. Great name. Incredible name. And then the final fight uh, on next week's uh, main or next week's uh, fight night for UFC: Thiago Santos versus Magomed Ankalaev. And that's the one I'm fucking really want to put big money on if you have confidence. I don't know. I wouldn't put money on this fight. Okay. The odds yeah. are like plus 370 Santos minus 490 Uncle I. Well, yeah, but we're, I mean, when it comes to odds like that is when you start doing the Covington type bet. And that's when you get scary. With I a parlay on that. See, this guy. Of the over or under on the rounds. He's got the fight style where he could. You know what the over or under on rounds is? I I'm haven't checked it I'll yet. Check it. I don't have a bookie. Uh, um, oh, I just got my winnings from last week. Uh, it hit. It just hit mid-pod. Let's make, let's make it rain. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I won like so let's see. 50 bucks. Three and a half rounds. Profit. Three and a half? Yeah. Um, yeah, I, re I really don't know. Yeah, see. That's why I wouldn't bet on So this card is just stay away or do a little short parlay or something? I'd bet on McKinney because he's an underdog right now and bet on him round one. Okay. Because if, you know, you put, let's put 20 bucks let's, on him. Let's look at the card, and this is a really tough card. I want you guys to keep in mind, if you're basing this, if you're taking picks from the expert here, let, let me make this straight. Last week, comes. he was 8 out of 10. So, let's get that straight. This week, he's made clear from the jump that this is a very fucking scary thing to bet on. So, take it with a grain of assault and... Most go from here, but make your picks on this next card. Most of them are pretty much pickums. Um, if I'm making my picks, just fights in general, who's going to win? It's going to be Uncle Iev, Marias. Carceres has a chance if you want to take that risk, but Yusuf is the better overall fighter. 
Khalil Roundtree has. So, been, what's your pick on that? Uh, Yusuf is going to be my pick. Okay. Ah, made a made a mess. There we go. We're going to have some pauses on this thing. I don't think like we are. We'll see. I think um, I, I think for the fucking video it'll it, probably go going, through. Yeah, hopefully. I imagine if not, damn HPs. <laughs> but yeah, Khalil Roundtree ended his last fight with the oblique kick. Like I said, um, he's got some insane power in his legs, some insane power in his hands. He's just he's a very well well rounded fighter. I wouldn't even say rounded. He's good at fighting to his skill set. He's got good okay. stand up and he he stops the takedowns. Yeah. Uh, Dober versus McKinney, yeah, I bet on McKinney in that one just because McKinney's streaking and Dober seems like that he's seems to be your most confident one. I don't think not my most confident. What's your most confident one out of this whole card? Uncle Iev versus Santos. Uncle Iev's gonna destroy him. What are the odds on it? It's plus four ninety minus three seventy. But it could end in the first round. It could end in it could go to decision and Uncle Iev. So a super boring decision. So, do you think a $370 bet to win 100 is... No. It's not worth it. Okay. Not worth it, just because there is it's a not chance that big of a lock. Though. Yeah, $100 okay. back on something. I wouldn't... The only time I'd bet more to win 100 or the maximum threshold would be 250 for me. Okay. Because... I like that, yeah. Like, Santos still has the power. But then 250 is getting closer to pick him at the same time. No, I'm saying you bet 250. Right, right. It went 100. Yeah, that's, yeah. I mean, that's, that's what I'm saying, though. If if you're more confident in something that's a 250, I mean, a 370 should be more confident to I'm, win the hundred. I'm back. more confident that he will win, but with MMA, it's there's always you never that know, yeah. yeah, there's always that chance where I wouldn't put 370 up or even 37 up. So I shouldn't take the winnings. That'd be the exact winnings from basically exact fifteen dollars off. But yeah. the exact winnings from Colby's fight, I shouldn't take that and put on that to win a hundred more. No. Okay. No, just because Uncle Iab has shown that he can get caught. Really? Yeah, I mean... What's his record? 16-1. Don't sound like he's been caught too many times. No, but in his fights, that even the ones he wins, he'll get caught and then he'll get a takedown or something. Really? Yeah, I mean, he's a dog. So, he wins, though, even when he does get caught. He like wins, that. but you, Chago Santos, I told you, he fought John Jones, and he. I thought that it was a super close fight with John Jones. He blew both ACLs out in the fight. Like, had to get both legs or... I'm gonna see if the odds are the same on here. I think they are. Plus three fifty, minus five hundred. Damn, that's changed since we started this podcast. Yeah, because it was well, seventy and forty. I don't know if on ESPN it's different than my bookie, but uh, your bookie don't know shit. Mm. Let's uh, chug your last beer, and then we'll move on to a couple things with Eagle FC. Oh. Bruno, Bruno Silver, though, real quick. I want to because I know you're big on him. I want to see. Alex Pereira. That'd be a good bet. He's plus 150, so do you think... I'd pick Pereira. Oh, I thought you wanted Bruno. No, both guys are so powerful. I could have swore you said Bruno was your upset guy. No. No? Pereira's the one that... Who's your upset guy? Um, it was... Uh, hold on, hold on. It was... Uh, I know. Carceres? Is that his first name? Alex Carceres. He's yeah, yeah, yeah. He's Damn, him. he's even a bigger underdog. So what about just a, just a slate? Let's see. 50, I put 50 on him to win 102, so it'd be 152 back. On, who is it? Carreras. Caceres. 
it, I'm still not confident. Yeah, but 50 is a not confident bet. Yeah, for, if, if, if you're fine this, with, like, that 50 maybe going Yeah, because I've already made probably. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, I, Any bet I make is I'll find with that down because Carceres, he doesn't have the best wrestling and all this stuff, but he just, he's got that, like, warrior spirit where yeah. not even going out there and swinging hands, he's just like, I'm going to do everything I can to beat you. And So do you think that will be your favorite type of bet, like, like, even favorite, for somebody that's watching that to, to bet 10 bucks on something. My like favorite that. kind of bet to take is the plus, for this, the plus 200 underdog every single time. Because Vegas I feel like the, the favorite type of fight to take would be, or bet to make would be like the main card of last week. That, that's that a, type of parlay, like that three or four fight. scared me because I thought Colby could have probably gassed him out and just, his last fight versus Tyron Woodley. Stopped him by breaking his rib just by doing exactly yeah. what he did to Col or to Jorge, but by pressuring him and it broke his rib and he tapped without any submission yeah. in it. So that's not my favorite type of bet because anything can happen. Anything can wrestling. happen. Yeah. My favorite kind of bet to make is on the plus two hundred underdogs that I think should be more close to a pick'em. Okay, I like that because the plus two you're you're doubling your money if you're if you're betting you're okay with betting what you're about to lose. Like you should never. You're you're more than doubling your money, really. Yeah, because you're winning a hundred on fifty dollar bet, and you're getting right. one fifty back. Yeah, so you should you should never. Well, I guess you are doubling. You should, yeah, but you should never like bet money that you're not okay with losing. Of course, never. Yeah, yeah. Like it's gamble always, responsibly. It's, yeah, it's always just the extra money that you have. So my favorite bet to make is that's why I told you from the jump of last car before it even started. I was like, look, listen. I want you to understand, like, this is going to be lit for me regardless. Yeah. I know I'm putting 500 bucks into this, but I'm so excited to lose or win this money. Right. Like, I'm just excited for the fights. Yeah. And that's, yeah, exactly. And that made it so much more fun to watch. Like, I, I do. I think it would have been I do more think, fun to put, for you to put money down on each individual fight. Yeah. Just so the parlay, so Tim Elliott didn't. So whether if someone loses or not, it doesn't, yeah. Yeah. But it was still. And that's so what I would advise every one of you guys to do is to just put whether it's a fucking dollar or whatever like just it's something I, I just make bet, it i used to bet push-ups with my friends like, yeah yeah like anything yeah it's just it's something to do yeah and there's got to be some sort of incentive to like obviously the, the whole fights thing. are super that's what made me really get into it yeah and it was fun regardless i'm sure i mean i didn't have a chance to see whether if i put money on it or not whether yeah. it'd be fun but it like yeah. it was lit but yeah, favorite bets to make are that plus two hundred underdog or plus one eighty is a good number for it's me. It's a really good one. That's yeah. like a pick'em. Yeah, like it, it seems like a pick'em when you're looking at it in Vegas is like we definitely got this guy and it's like also a really good bet wrong. to make is a like a five dollar parlay that pays out really good like, like the hundred to two hundred bucks. Like so our ten or our ten fight parlay, I put twenty down. On yeah, it. we both put twenty on it. And it the payout, payout for seven twenty. Yeah, for yeah. each of it, it was seven forty four. 744. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I missed two fights on it. If we would have taken If he would have hit them all, which he almost did, yeah. we would have both profited so much goddamn money. And this was for $20 yeah. out of risk. And which is that's not what we were paying for the fight anyway. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Literally. And then, um, yeah. <sighs> That one, and then the Colby, I almost wish I would have put more money on that, because that one... Yeah, that's what I, I was just, I wasn't so confident about it at the time. Finish that beer so we can try this double Ipa. It's like Apu, but backwards. Yeah, my whole plan for that was the main card to have 90% of my bets. I told you Rafael Desanos is definitely winning, but if we would have parlayed that yeah, he card did. together, because I, I picked the main card was 100% spot on. It was spot on. He hit every single main card fight. If so. we would have parlayed that with Colby finishing or winning by decision, 
it would have been a ten times plus seven hundred or something or plus a thousand, I think. Yeah, yeah. so we would have so. got two hundred. 200 profit. For Which we both dollars. made money regardless. Yeah, we both profited because yeah. we betted the smart bets. Yeah. Worked out. Always feels good yeah. winning money, huh? In UFC, me and uh, my friend Matt, other Matt, B Matt X2 um, fellows, he, uh, we were talking about it. Fellows, like, boy. Yeah, we were, we were like, UFC is really so easy to bet on if you don't go with your gut and the people that you really yes. want to win. And that's the problem. I feel like a lot of people, I feel like it was getting closer and closer to 50-50 on the Masvidal-Covington fight. Yeah. In the odds, you just see the odds fucking. And then at the, as soon as the fight started, it was like minus 340 Covington. Yeah. I was like, I told you, dude. I, yeah. I, yeah. Like. Yeah, so. so finish that beer and then we'll jump into Eagle FC because I want to tell you about some of these guys. What'd you give that one, by the way? The uh, Lake Shore. I give that one seven eight. That was friggin' awesome. I'm gonna give that one. My highest score so far was what? Uh, seven four. You know, ten is the best beer you've ever had in your life. Not like a buffet. Certainly, I I know the. Yeah. The grading scale. I, just, I don't want you to think that seven point five is like oh. average or something. No, no, no. Seven eight is what traveling for. Yeah, that's what the score comes down to. Yep. So I'm gonna say that was a seven point eight. What'd you give it? I gave it a seven point nine. I think it was. I think you said nine. Right? I thought it was seven point. It's incredible. At ten seconds went by and we both forgot the score you gave it. Ah, let's go. <laughs> Uh, we'll rewatch this. I'll write it down in my book. Well, yeah, you can actually, yeah, you can put it on there on the yeah. screen and put the numbers if you want to. I don't like doing it there because I like people watching for the beer reviews. Yeah, get that uh, two X. All right, this one is the one we've been scared to death about. This one's eight point two percent. This might as well be drinking some sort of liqueur. I don't know. If you've been watching my previous podcast, this touches the blackout brew range. This one does it. It's. It's a blackout brew, 8.2. This is the longest podcast we've had. I love having a guest. Need to do it again sometime. Absolutely. Can't wait for the next card. We're only doing one show this week, by the way, because I'm going to break into the Eagle FC, and we've already broken into the, the next card. Yeah, and I think it's better to do a longer one where we just break into everything, even if you don't watch it. You know, We're here. We drink beer. We're proud. And we talk blood sports. Let's go. And we talk blood sport. Can't wait for DKFC to have another kick-ass event. They have one kick this week. For my thing with EOFC is it's so hard for me. BKFC. No, I know. Okay. I, I was just going to say, with EOFC, for one, we we already have clarified this podcast that Khabib doesn't sell tickets. His personality and his not Eagle FC his business. Yeah, that's he fine. Doesn't have that personality. I get yeah, that. and Dana is just cool as fuck. I just I, for me, I'm big on fucking Dana. I'm big on like. See, first of all, it was Nelk for me, and then Nelk got tied into Dana, and then that just fucking took Dana from here, who I already fucked with heavy to here. So now I'm exclusively supportive of the UFC. I ha- I mean I. So you like you like. Um, like episodes, pod or not sitcom type, not sitcoms shows that have episodes and shit. And you, um, have, you have my yes, like twenty four. It's got a shit ton of episodes that all tie together. It's not just like Family Guy where it's yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. So you got my, love that, yeah, yeah. You got my ESPN login. Yep. Um, UFC. It's called The Ultimate Fighter. You need. I'll give you the seasons to watch. Okay. Um, it's the show where they have. 16 guys come on, and they compete in a tournament. They all live in a house together, two teams, 
and they do like a tournament where teams match up fighters against each other and then um after the first round where the fighters are matched up team for team the winners go to a bracket and then they keep going until they get to the top two and then the winner gets a ufc title oh it's fucking awesome dana white like i've watched every season because i've been watching it since i was six years old or seven years old what yeah what's this called ultimate fighter fighter i've heard of that tuf obviously I mean, if you haven't heard of the Ultimate Fighter, and I don't even know what it is, but I'm just saying, if you haven't heard of the Ultimate Fighter. So what what kind of fights is it? It's all UFC, all MMA. They're considered amateur fights because okay, okay, okay. Because they they do two rounds instead of. Is this like aired? Yeah, it's they start. Oh, it's on the show. Yeah. So it's it's like an amateur fighting show. You remember the Contender? Yes. It's the contender for UFC. Okay. And okay. it's way better yeah, 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 than yeah, Contender yeah. was. Yeah, okay. Contender was cool. UFC made it so much better. Like, yeah. I'll, I'll show you some seasons to watch after this. And Uriah Hall's stint on The Ultimate Fighter was just absolutely mind-blowing. Worst, worst beer out of all of them. Very, very strong, though. Very, so, very you know what that means, boys. Hey, don't give it an extra rate just because the, the percentage. No, that's what's going to happen. What do you give it? <laughs> I haven't tried it yet. You can give it under the percentage. Five. Don't don't listen. If it was four percent, yeah, but listen, if it was four percent, I would give it a two. Then give it a two. No, 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 no. Because that Bodie in there. But the the percent helps it. It does help it for my liking. Yeah, I mean, it makes you. you but it doesn't make it taste better. I rank off no, no. taste. We're going off taste only. Yeah. yeah, that's what the, that's what the ranks for. Because that Bodie in there is like a six four. <laughs> And yeah, Bodie, but I feel like taste should be the Bodie's eight point included in all of it. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna no, go off whatever. If it was eight point two and it tasted incredible, okay, okay, because because if it was eight point two and it tasted incredible, then that would be like a nine point something. Yeah, but if it's eight point two and it tastes like shit, I'm gonna be like, oh well, it tastes like shit. If it was a four point two, right. I would give it a two. Yeah, but it, since it's an eight, I'm gonna give it. It's definitely now. Yeah, you accept the bad taste. Yeah, because okay, because it deserves that. to be a little more high. You know what I mean? So have you tried that? Because I would drink an eight point two just to get fucked up. Yeah. If, if I drink, you know what I mean. Have if you tried the Columbus IPA at Applebee's? No. The Columbus IPA at Applebee's doesn't taste as good as the double IPA that that same company makes. I'll taste it and give you a number. It's just not a good taste. I think it's pretty good. Not not near as good as those because they had like yeah yeah, yeah those were really good. Yeah, this is probably like on the taste five seven. If we do count the percentage, I'll give it a six one. Okay. Because that's not going to bump you up a whole number or anything, but it has. Since it's a yeah. Um. Keep in mind, this is 8.2, so I'm going to say this is a 5.4. That's a, that's a good one. I'll probably put that in my books every month. And keep in mind, if this was a 4.8, like the 8 days a week was, which 8, day, eight days a week was really good, but if that was a 4. Point, yes. Yeah, no. It, yeah. I would I would gladly suffer through this because of the fact that it's an 8.2. It's like drinking two beers in one. It's literally like drinking two beers in one, yeah. This is the one that puts us over the edge. But back to the back to the point of the combo. Okay. Let's do a parlay. You want me to pick for the viewers? Real quick? Okay. I'll pick a parlay real quick and then All we'll you do is click on whatever you like. Um, I'm going to take under three and a half. No, that's a tick. 
The odds on the over-under are shit. Well, they're always the same, right? 115 or whatever minus? Some are 130, some are like 500 for the heavyweights and stuff. On over-under? Yeah. 500? Yeah, like... Uh, what? Not right now. Tied to Ibasa. Tied to Ibasa. I've never seen an over-under reach above 200. There's an over-under for three, like, going the scorecard that was like... So why wouldn't they, why wouldn't they change the round if it was 500, is my thing. It was 2,000. It was the score, going to the scorecard for Derek Lewis versus Tied to Ibasa. So to go the distance. Yeah. That's a whole different thing. The over well over under is different than going the distance. No, but there was an over under for three rounds. Under three rounds. It was like Yeah, so that's a problem then. Yeah, but it was like minus one or yeah, minus one thousand and they actually had the plus higher than the minus. Which okay. you, you never see because they knew yeah, that one yeah. doesn't go in the distance. Yeah. Or you assumed but, what's your uh your birthday? Bir- no. My old man's ATM, and then my birthday better not of be. August. <laughs> so, no, I'm surprised you don't, to be honest. <laughs> so, honestly, Sadiq Yusuf is the clean bet on that one. I just have a feeling about Carceres, but Sadiq Yusuf, I'm going to put in an over in a parlay. But what's the first one? You didn't say the first one, I don't think, right? Yeah, Magomed Ankalaev, no doubt. And then Marlon Murray. Minus 500. Marlon Marais is a plus, like a log. plus 195 underdog versus Song Yudong. Song Yudong. Song Yudong. <laughs> sing on Yudong. I'll sing a song for Yudong. Yeah, song for Yudong. <laughs> is that a bitch? Or, I mean, a female? <laughs> That's all I'm going to put on the... On the bit. I, I'm not confident in that one just because... Plus 14-13. So, let's say I put... So, he's got... Let's clarify this. He's got Magomed... Ankalaev. Ankalaev. Marlon Marais. Sadiq Yusuf. I, I can barely name any of these people. Khalil Roundtree. Not round, but Roundtree. And Alex Pereira. And since we're not confident like we are, I'm going to I'm gonna test and see what the payout would be on 20 bucks. I'm going to just throw 20 to get stirred up on the UFC for this card. Like and the winnings. 70 bucks. 